0: Back to another episode of Ballers, Beers, and Banter. I'm your host Dave. Here with me, as always, Anthony and Moose. Hello. What's up? <laughs> Slightly different. What's up, Anthony? I respect the variety, my man. Was it that different? It's a little bit different. I think you put a little uh, different uh, intonation on the "what's up" pizzazz. That's what pizzazz. What they call it. pizzazz. A little razzle dazzle. Little razzle dazzle. Mm. <laughs> Oh, man, we're coming to you live from the live. We're coming to you during <laughs> recording during the Philadelphia New York Giants game. It's 10 to 7 Philly third quarter. And uh, guys, I don't know if you know this, but uh, the NFC East,
1: not so good at football.
0: Not not so good at football. They're so trash.
1: Game. It's awful. Awful. I had to start Daniel Jones over friggin Lamar Jackson in the league in our dynasty. It's awful.
0: Yeah, it's dynasty. It's a two QB dynasty. To for listeners out there, yeah, still you know, not much choice. But yeah, that's ugly. Uh, we can maybe talk more about that game towards the end when it's close to being wrapped up. Uh, what are you guys drinking?
2: I'm drinking Old Classic, dipped into the Heinekens again. Yeah, ah,
1: the old
0: 55 case. Eh?
1: Me too. Once that case oh, is finished, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go into the uh, the um, the local beers variety of locale beers right yes roughly
2: roughly 50
0: episodes from now
1: i'll be (laughs) on to a new beer
0: (laughs) nah nah give it a weekend or two you'll be you'll be all right guys i'm repeating a beer i think i've repeated i think i repeated maybe once on on the podcast so far but i am loving this phillips brewery crookeder tooth barrel aged pumpkin ale it is dessert in a glass. It's so tasty. And I'm getting in that Halloween spirit. Uh what is it? October twentieth today?
1: Yeah. Is eight more close? eight nine more days? No, we're the twenty-second. Halloween's today. on the thirty first. I
0: think Halloween's usually on the thirty-first. Oh, yeah. so
1: it is the twenty second. Okay. It's the twenty-second. You're <laughs> nice. two days behind.
0: I'm two days behind. Uh, only two days. So we're you are right, Moose. We're nine days away from Halloween. I don't think it's gonna happen this year though. You guys aren't are you guys going to uh, no.
1: right now, Quebec uh, has not shut down Halloween, but Ontario has.
2: Yeah, because they're saying they're saying that um, if uh, you know kids are, go out or if they're with a parental guardian, because it's outside, uh, if they bring Purell and continuously wash their hands, there shouldn't be like much close contact situation. But okay. I, I okay. still think it's ridiculous. I mean, just buy some candy, sit your kids up in front of the TV put on some halloween classics and just entertain them you know or uh, my mom had some good suggestions you know get out some some board games some activities the kids really don't care i don't think as long as there's candy involved as long as they know they're getting a big bag of
0: candy candy's the key i think candy's definitely the key um yeah you could find some creative ways to give them candy you know um yeah. have little activities and then they get rewarded with candy candy's for sure the number 1 uh beer would be for me and um and then i guess dressing up is the other thing, so the kids probably want to dress up in the costumes.
2: I don't know if you guys are familiar with the term yeeting, but uh, basically I saw that a lot of parents, (laughs) a lot of the parents want to just grab candy, throw it at the kids, and go yeet!
1: Throw candy at them. (laughs) I have not heard this. Is this serious?
0: There's too many things in that sentence. I'm not sure if you're familiar with yeeting. (laughs) You have to look it up. I mean, I've heard yeet before. Yeah.
2: Traditionally, it's Not when you're old. throwing something at someone or into a crowd. Is it okay?
0: Is that like yeah. Urban Dictionary? Official?
2: I'm sure it's on Urban Dictionary. Maybe I've got it wrong, but that my understanding of yeeting.
0: Yeah, I'd like a check on I mean, this. So I'd like a. I'd like a, this to be vetted. Let Urban me. Uh, let but... me. You guys continue. Let me check in with Jim. Please. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. All right. So <laughs> we're heading into week seven. Of this roller coaster fantasy season or NFL season. Um, but before we get into start sits day, which is going to be a little bit of a different format, we want to just briefly go over injuries a little bit and any COVID updates that are needed. Anthony, take it away.
1: Yeah. So um, one of the major ones we mentioned last episode, Zach Ertz. He looks like he's going to be gone for a while, four to six weeks. Um, I don't think many of you were playing him, anyways, because he was trash. Um, for, tho- for those of you who are excited to maybe get Michael Thomas into your lineup this week, you might have to hold up because, um, he is not <laughs> practicing this week and has a hamstring issue on his opposite leg of the one he injured. Um, so pay attention to that, but it doesn't look like he's gonna be good to go. Uh, the, old um,
0: leg, eh? uh, the old opposite <laughs> leg, eh?
1: The old opposite leg, and it's I, am Anthony, hold that- on. yeah.
0: I don't want to interrupt your injury report here, but I'm going to. What do you, and Anthony Ormus, this is open. Um, Zacherts being out. Dallas Goddard is coming off of IR soon. Um, is he someone that you would look to target on the waiver wire? Um, it depends on your tight end situation.
2: I mean, I'd be surprised if someone didn't already have Dallas Goddard on their IR. Yeah. If he's available and your tight ends suck, yes, pick him up.
1: For sure. Okay. For sure. Um, And for speaking sure. Anthony <laughs> of Anthony, <laughs> for sure, um, don't play him because John o. Smith uh practiced in full today. So, you know, when you practice in full, it usually is a good thing. So it looks like Jonu Smith will Is that play. like when you eat a really big meal and
0: then go out to practice?
1: Oh,
0: that's sorry. That's practicing when full, not in full. My bad.
1: Hmm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um nothing oh man continuing on <laughs> the tight end front that? uh no offense uh was full on third today as well so that's good again so it looks like he will play uh jameson crowded uh jameson crowded jameson crowder uh has not been practicing so he has a little bit of a groin injury so keep an eye out for that i know he's usually like a good flex play because of all the targets he gets But officially, um, sit all the Jets. Yeah.
2: Um, Actually, since we're interrupting Anthony, I'm going to interrupt at this moment (laughs) that we're talking about the Jets to give you the definition of yeet. And yeet is what you should be doing with all the New York Jets players. And that's to discard an item at a high velocity.
0: Is that what Urban Dictionary
2: says? That's what Urban Dictionary says.
0: All right, to discard an item at high velocity.
2: And My understanding is you have to yell yeet as you discard yes such philosophy.
0: the Jets players for sure. Oh, fantastic! I'm learning so much today. Go ahead, Anthony.
1: Yeah, you sure? You sure? You guys got it all out? Very <laughs> <Yeah, we're> good. <laughs> um, uh, a notable one: Joe Mixon has a foot injury. Uh, he did not practice today, so keep an eye out for that uh, because you might got you might need to bench him, and then. To go back to the tight ends, Robert, and, I, and I'm and i going to get an interruption here because I know Moose has something to say about this. Robert Tanyan, um was limited to rehab work today, so he's dealing with a bit of a lingering ankle injury. So I know there's a few tight ends that are out this week due to bye week, like uh, Mark Andrews. So if you have him as a backup, you might need to look for another backup because... He's not looking too good, and I have him as a backup. So you can look for guys like Jimmy Graham. That's probably on the waiver wire. I think we mentioned that earlier in the week. Um, but yeah, as far as uh, major injuries, I think those are the ones that are notable at the moment. I don't know. Did you guys hear anything okay. else? No. Did you want no. me to
2: give? Uh, did you want me to give my little tidbit? Yes. Yeah, we want about, that. Uh, well, I was so, waiting
1: for the interruption. I was prepped for it. I know. I I was uh
2: I didn't want to interrupt. Ah. um so the new it's not news, I guess, but um the Green Bay Packers PR team came out today uh stating that Robert Tanyan uh his last name is actually pronounced Tunyon, <laughs> Um which the PR group said it's like saying Funyans.
0: Which I so. love. Tons tunions of funions. Tunions of funions.
1: Oh my God! I just want to we interrupt you guys. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! Anthony, tell Daniel us what Jones. Happened, Anthony. Daniel Jones just <laughs> ran for eighty yards, so he has saved my fantasy <laughs> week. But he just got tackled right before he entered the end zone no 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 unless it was the invisible man he did not get tackled okay there was no one inside. okay i didn't see that i just saw him
0: on the ground he was running so fast and with so much green space in front of him that he
1: just fell oh my god he did oh my goodness man that's
0: embarrassing
1: he had an easy touchdown and he's that's how you get that's how you get turf toe his toe went right into the turf yeah, that was Well, if you throw for a off. touchdown here, he has saved my week. <laughs> oh no, of course he hands it off. We,
0: we don't normally give live updates, but that was too fantastic to pass up. All right. So, if you didn't uh, catch that, it's Robert Tunyons of Funions and um and Daniel
1: Jones. Oh that my god. An easy easy touchdown. Well, it's hilarious right, you know on, the guys? Ghost tripped him. Oh, they're his the own team left. is laughing at him. <laughs> they're laughing at him on the sideline. Uh, okay. All right, okay. so Let's get into today it. we thought to get
0: a little more exciting for our start sits, rather than go around the table and uh, give you know f- multiple start sits at every position, we're going to give our absolute starts and sits of the week. So our super Russell Wilsons and J- uh, Jarrett Sitems for week seven, and we're going to give three of each. And then afterwards, we'll play a little would you rather with um, people in similarly ranked positions and who would you rather start.
1: And then our sneaky of the weekies. Oh and our sneakies of the weekie. thank you Anthony. And then I have a few All things right. to bring up from uh, our earlier episodes of calls you guys made that uh, I just want to laugh at. But it'll be a surprise. A okay. sneaky news update on that those players. Sure. All right, let's start
0: with our starts guys. Our absolute starts of the week. And let's go ahead and start with one that I think we were all pretty high on, and that is QB Matt Stafford of the Detroit Lions taking on the lowly Atlanta Falcons. Why should the listeners be starting Matt Stafford this week?
2: Well, because. to keep it simple for people who might be fast forwarding <laughs> through the episode, the Atlanta Pigeons have a terrible defense. Yes, so Matt awesome. Stafford's going to light them up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And not just a terrible defense, move, A terrible defense, but usually a pretty good offense if uh, Julio Jones is playing and Matt Ryan is on, which both things are supposed to be happening this weekend. So that means that it's usually a high-scoring game and Matt Stafford will be throwing the ball more. How much could he throw? Well, interesting that you bring that up. Thanks, Anthony. The Atlanta Falcons have allowed an average of 335 passing yards per game. And 18 touchdowns through the air, so there's a lot of opportunity for Matt Stafford
1: to throw the ball in this one. Wh- why did you say thank you to me? I didn't say anything. I know that was I was pretending. It was a joke. Oh, um, well, I, I, I also want to say that like this is the the game Stafford's been looking for. Um, he he hasn't. He told us o- that in an interview. Yes, he yeah, did. He that me in. specifically. Um, he hasn't um, thrown over 300 yards yet this season. Um, this is definitely the game that he can do that. So, I think even guys like Galladay that you've been waiting to go off, uh, he'll go off. Like I think everybody on that team that you've been waiting to see, just like kill it. It's gonna happen today, uh, Sunday.
2: Yeah. Not to mention with the uh, you know so to speak breakout of of DeAndre Swift last week, potentially they open up the run game a little bit more too. Which will uh, open up their offense
0: quite a bit. Mm. So, if you have Matt Stafford or if you picked him up on the waiver wire, because we were telling you to stream him last week, um, it sounds like you can't afford to sit him. And you better put him in your lineup. (laughs) I like it. Yeah, Moose liked it. All right. As long as Moose likes it. (laughs) All right. So, that's our must start uh, numero uno. And our second one is uh, one of our fan favorites here, and that is Scary Terry McLaurin. Mm-hmm. Very thematic because it's Halloween. Tell the listeners why they should be starting Scary Terry McLaurin of the Washington Washington Roman numeral twos this week.
2: Well, they're playing Dallas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Another terrible. Uh, All right, moving on. Uh, defense. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Dallas is – well, That's it's the same kind of thing. Dallas, uh, you know, they have the – I mean, I know Andy Dalton looked dismal last week, but he didn't have a lot of time to get set up. One can only hope that that offense pulled themselves together this week. Uh, you know, maybe they're putting some glue on, on Zeke's hands. Uh, you know, but their offense can score a <laughs> lot of points. Um, you know, Washington's going to have to throw the ball – and realistically there's only one person on that team who can catch the ball and that's our man Scary Terry. Yeah. Um I, well, I guess I was with,
1: they're playing Dallas. <laughs> I, I'm a little I'm a little lower on him like uh, he's one of the lead uh lead receivers in the league for, as far as targets. I just think the 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 one bright spot on the Dallas defense is their uh their cornerback Diggs. Is he a cornerback? He uh, Uh, he plays quarterback, yeah. Um, He shut down DeAndre Hopkins last week. Um, I know Scary Terry is going to get the targets. Uh, I wouldn't say that he's a wide receiver two or whatever this week. I think he's a flex option, and I think where you drafted him, you're going to play him, and you'd feel kind of sick if you benched him and then you went off but um he'll get the targets so hopefully he's, hopefully Dallas stays true to their terrible defense and then he goes off so here's here's the thing Anthony yeah
2: <laughs> is that it's been 6 weeks and scary Terry has been the only target on that team and he has i think 5 out of 6 weeks put up decent flex numbers so i think we can all agree that if you're flexing him you're going to be fine and I think even as a low
0: wide receiver, too, you're safe. I think, and it, it's again, guys, it's the Atlanta Pigeons scenario all over again. Dallas has a, a terrible defense, but a very capable offense, at least a tremendous offense when Dak Prescott was there. I'm. We all believe Andy Dalton will get it together enough to use the weapons he has on his team. And it's going to be another high-scoring affair, I think. And it's a divisional battle. Washington will be playing well. They'll be hyped up. And Scary Terry, guys, hasn't been just adequate this season. I have him ranked as the 13th wide receiver on the year. And you yeah, can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, it's scary how good he is right now. He's 13th wide receiver, wide receiver on the year. He scored 8, 22, 10, 16, 4 in a low week against the Rams. And then 10 last week. And his targets have been very yeah. high. So, And that's only one TD. It's only one TD. So if he does score a TD, you know he's going yeah. to put up some big points.
2: Um, I have an unrelated question to fantasy football. Well, I mean, it is related, but it's not related to um, well, hey, uh, fantasy points so much. I just, uh, after October 31st, you know, usually after Halloween, Christmas starts. So do yeah. we call them do we call him Mary Terry?
1: <laughs>
0: Until the holidays. I love it, miss. Well played. So scary Terry till Halloween.
1: Merry Terry. After that, and you, you'll be feeling pretty merry when you like start that. him when
0: he goes off this week.
1: Yeah, yeah, he will get the, and oh. like his, his bad weeks, like you said, it weren't even that bad. Like his like eight point six. Yeah, it's not a double digit week, but we have like other star receivers that get like two points. And like I know Moose will want to mention Mike Zero. Evans. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, like like the targets are there. Like listen to his targets for the for the years. Uh, for per game seven, 10, eight, 14, seven, 12. Like, if you come down with he's half, gonna of those, y- he's gonna be fine. He's gonna be fine. Yeah, exactly.
2: Let's move on to our uh, let's move on to our next guy. All
0: right, our third and final must start for week seven is another wide receiver, and his name is QRST Higgins of the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Cleveland Browns. Let's tell the listeners why they should be starting T-hits.
1: <laughs> well, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna continue the same way, Moose did. It's another <laughs> terrible defense. Like, do we need to say much? Like, Cleveland's awful. They're and pretty bad, but like they're like you know they're okay. Uh, th- th- they did they did beat they beat them earlier on in the season already. Um, uh, Cleveland well, the Browns won. The Browns beat the the yeah. Browns beat the Bengals 35-30. It was right. it was
0: turned out to be quite the shootout
1: yeah, and T Higgins, I believe, didn't have his breakout game yet. So now that T Higgins has grown into his own, um, that's definitely another bright spot for the team and Burrows you know a little bit more experienced. So yeah, definitely T Higgins gotta start him.
0: Must start moose anything on T?
2: I don't know much to say on T. Higgins. Um, <laughs> i I, it's, I think it's it's kind of the same thing about uh, about Terry. He's gonna get the targets. My concern is that AJ Green put up numbers last week. You know,
1: is he gonna is he gonna be a target hog? Nah. You, you know. got Tyler Boyd and T Higgins and then AJ Green if they leave him open then he'll get the targets, but I think it's yeah. gonna be Boyd plus and bonus Higgins. Bonus yeah. feature,
2: uh Joe Mixon probably out. He
1: uh he does uh, not a not bonus. Healthy. We already said that. I said it during the injury report. But it could be a bonus for T Higgins from a fantasy standpoint. I'm sorry, Although-
2: do you, you you said it during this conversation right here.
1: No, I said it earlier. You said a bonus, like it's not a bonus if it's. Yeah, I know. Mention,
2: but it's but it's bonus for the for the wide oh. receivers. It's bonus for T. Higgins. Oh, that's so, what you
1: meant. I thought you meant bonus yeah. information. My apologies. My apologies, no. Moose. No, <laughs> bonus
2: for QRS T. Higgins.
1: Yeah, thank you, you guys. I've been big on T. Higgins for
0: quite a few weeks now, and listen, he he's been getting more and more confident. He's been getting more and more targeted by Joe Burrow. The, I think the last time they, they played Cleveland, Joe Burrow threw the ball 60 times, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. If uh, we can get producer Jim to fact check that. And T. Higgins, if you exclude his first week where he basically didn't play, he got 21% of the snaps, zero points. Since then, has had 5, 18, 11, 8, 15 fantasy points, and his targets have been 6, 9, 7, 8, 8. So he's seeing plenty of targets, and with Joe Burrow throwing the ball a ton, He's definitely going to see see those targets, and you know he's always a threat to score in a, to score a touchdown because Joe Burrow's been looking his way in the red zone. So I All think, right. especially if he gets a touchdown, I think we could see a, a big game from T. Higgins this week. T off with confidence. T nice Moose. Do we get a fact check on Joe Burrow against uh, the Browns? No, I'll
1: have to. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll,
0: I'll nice. I'll, I'll, Jim, I'll what fact the check fuck is your Jim? problem? Yeah. I'll oh fa- God! And there we're explicit, yelling at <laughs> explicit. the producer. I'll uh,
2: I'll fact check it with Jim, and and you guys move on to the next. I episode. have
0: uh, Jim has already notified me. He just texted me uh, the update: sixty-one pass attempts against Cleveland in week two, um, and uh, that's a lot. That is a lot. Joe Burrow throws the ball a lot, so T Higgins is our guy, our third guy. We're ready to move off from T. Yeah, let's get into our okay. sits. Awesome. Jared Siddhims. Oh, baby. Our absolute must, Jared Siddhams of the Week. Um, and you know what? I'm gonna ask uh, Anthony to lead this one off with our first one.
1: Ooh, I know why. Because are our you first... gonna? <laughs> or you could just interrupt me. That's okay. It's all good. Well, <laughs> uh, I thought I thought, okay, I'll let you lead us golf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Still uh... salt. So, Yeah, it's Jared Goff. He's playing my Bears. The amazing Bears defense is going to shut him down. And Goff, to be honest, hasn't been playing well. Um, I have him as a starter in one of my leagues. I am benching him this week for Matt Ryan. Uh, uh, He's going to struggle this week. And there's not much more to say about that. Like how we said, there's not much more to say about the shitty defenses for our starts. Great defense. Terrible QB performance. Straight up.
0: So, Chicago Bears, you, you know, they're, they're Anthony's favorite team and they're five and one now, I think four and one, four and one, five, five and one, five and one, five they're, and one on the year. Yeah. And they're, let me tell you, they're not, they're, they're not five and one due to their offense. It is almost solely due to their offense plus a little bit of swagger from Nick Foles. Their defense is ranked number one against QBs, giving up an average of 12 and a half fantasy points a week. An average of 12 and a half fantasy points a week for QBs. If you have a QB and he gets you 12 and a half points, you are going to be pissed. Yeah. So, Jared Goff's stepping into a very tough situation and we've seen Jared Goff this year already struggle in a few games with tough matchups. He's great when the game script and matchup are favorable to him, but if he's under pressure from Khalil Mack, And if he's uh, against a tough defense, he struggles. Um, Yeah.
1: I mean, the whole squad. You can name the the whole squad, Anthony. The the last time they played, the Bears beat them too. Indeed. And
0: I think Sean McVay will probably game script. He might. He's going to try to use the run a lot. And I just don't know how much passing is going to be going on. And Chicago has been very good shutting it down. They've averaged 224 pass yards allowed. Only four, four TDs through the air. The whole year. It's less than one a game. So I would steer clear of Jared Goff. Yeah. Get off of Goff this week. Goff of if Goff. You want to stay on brand, on trend, and kind of link that into yeah. if Jared Goff is struggling and he's not throwing TDs and he's not passing a ton, then, you know, therefore, hence, ergo, uh, quadro sum, his receivers will also be struggling. And, Trash. And, you know... M- Maybe all of his receivers are going to be struggling, but we uh, we decided to go with you know the lesser of the two wide receivers, the one who's clearly worse and is getting paid less and is lower in fantasy points this season, and that is Cooper Cup. So Cooper Cup is one of our absolute Jared Siddhams of the week. Dave, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm, yeah, would you eat Cooper Cup to your bench? I would eat him right to my bench. <laughs> I mean. I think they'll talk about that. Like, some people might not have a choice, and like, yeah. you know, if the one touchdown they throw goes to Cooper Cup, then you're happy. But personally, I think he's the he's the Jarrett I'd
1: yeet him straight to my bench. It, it's it's hard to bench him, but I think you're gonna have to. And I know in like I have him in the dynasty, so it's a, a little bit deeper, so I do have replacements for him, but I will still keep him in my lineup because everybody's waiting for that game for him to score his touchdowns because last year he was tied for the most touchdowns from wide receivers um he's very touchdown dependent and he honestly hasn't been good he's been dropping balls and then when Goff is not playing well it doesn't look good for him robert woods we didn't choose him because he gets uh played in the run game as well so i would say cooper cup uh you know sit him if you can if you've uh you know, listen to us and picked up some good people over the past few weeks off the waiver wire, uh, I think you can sit him with confidence and maybe, I don't know, I, I don't have anybody off the top of my head, but if you stick him in your flex, a guy like Gibson playing Dallas this week, you can slot him in there, um, T. Higgins, like start those guys over him. Like we said, yeah, and we'll, we'll
0: get to some would-you-rathers there and we'll uh, yeah. we might
1: have some more ideas when we get there. Exactly.
0: All right. Anything else on uh, Koopa Koopa Cup?
1: No, Bears defense is good. good. I think Roquan Smith's going to go off. Very, very possible. Um, All right, guys, our last
0: Jarrett Siddham of week seven is going to James Robinson, running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars. And I'll lead this one off with, listen, this is our potentially, you know, riskiest, if you want to say it, sit of the week, because if you're the James Robinson owner, he's been nothing but good to you. He's been doing fantastic. He's been getting great volume. Um, He came out of nowhere as a rookie. And if you were able to, to snag him off the waiver wire, it's been a great pickup. Considering you snagged him off the waiver wire and most likely didn't draft him, you probably have other options at running back. And we are going to tell you to use those other options. Here's why. They're playing the Chargers defense. Okay. The Chargers defense. Here are some of the rush yards they've given up to running backs this season. Versus Alvin Kamara, 45 rush yards. They did give up a bunch through the air, but that's because Kamara was targeted like crazy. Mike Davis, 46 rush yards. Clyde edwards Lair, 38 rush yards, and Joe Mixon, 69 rush yards. The Chargers' defense have only given up three rushing TDs all year, and one of them was to Joe Burrow on that uh, big scamper. I think it was. I think it was Week One where he had that like 40-yard run touchdown Mm -hmm. so the chargers d is very staunch and uh, unforgiving to running backs Um, so why risk it why risk it sit james robinson what do you guys think
2: yeah i agree i agree with all of it. not much more to say about it than that uh i haven't been entirely impressed with the jacksonville offense Uh, i think the entire offense is boomer bust and i think this is definitely going to be a bust
0: week yeah I agree. And we expect the Chargers to be winning, right? And Jackson will probably be to try to yeah, play catch-up and
1: throw. I think Herbert well, will ha- we'll get his first win.
2: Yeah, and as far as I understand, Keenan Allen's healthy, Mike Williams healthy, Hunter Henry will be out there. You know, they should. their offense should be uh, should be going strong.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Agreed. Awesome, guys. All right, so does that mean we are ready? That wraps up our Russell Wilsons and Jarrett Simmons for week seven, um, and I think we're ready for our Sneaky of the Weeky, gentlemen. So we're gonna kind of transition this um, Sneaky the Weeky that we used to do post-game and say, who was the surprise of the week? Now we're gonna try and predict for you guys who's gonna be the big surprise heading into the week. So for week seven, our predictions for Sneaky of the Weeky, not necessarily a start, But someone that we are saying, watch out for this. They could sneak up on you and have a good fantasy week. Who's starting?
2: Well, I mean, I think by I think that's not entirely correct. (laughs) We are saying to start these people, but with considerable risk. Yeah. You know, they they're going to either you know get you tons of points, or or probably
1: not. Right. That's your decision. It's your decision. Like, like maybe one of these guys. We're giving now would have been a better option than playing goddamn fucking Devontae Freeman in tonight's game because uh, <laughs> he, he, he's god awful with 0.8 points. Like Jesus Christ. <laughs> he didn't even get the touchdown in the red zone. Like they gave it to who ran the ball? Was it Gallman?
0: Goddamn. Wayne
1: Gallman. Goddamn. Just awful. Uh, anyways, I'll start us
2: off with fewer square <laughs> words and blasphemies. <laughs> Um my sneaky of the weeky. I mean if you've actually been listening to the oh, podcast Oh, interruption.
1: To, to interruption. Um I just got a notification that Devonte Freeman actually has an injury which is why he's not been playing. <laughs> he has yeah, well, an ankle sense. injury. So and he's that's the reason. But still fuck you Devonte Freeman.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, F bombs galore. All right, miss. F
2: bombs galore. So, um I don't I remember where I was. Stinky Sneaky of the Weeky, miss.
0: Who's Sneaky your Sneaky of
2: the Weekie? <laughs> I'm just taking I'm taking long pauses in case Anthony just wants to throw a few more F bombs in there. <laughs> uh, unless okay, unless so like you I was saying, my guy. Like I was saying, if you've been listening to me uh, since early in the season, Sneaky of the Weeky this week, especially this week, John Brown has an injured knee, probably not going to play. The Buffalo Bills are playing the Jets, who we've seen in past weeks. Other teams have been seemingly using the week they play the Jets as like a preseason game. And they're giving they're giving people who wouldn't normally play on offense an opportunity to play because that's how bad the Jets are. So <laughs> my guy, Gabriel Davis, sneaky the weeky.
0: That's an excellent Sneaky of the weekie Moose. And I like your reasoning. I especially like the Balsawood Jets being so bad that you play the backups more or get those guys more touches. That's fantastic.
1: Boring. I I knew you was going to pick that guy. He's been talking about him like every episode. I know. I I said that at the beginning. So I guess
2: you're not one of the people who listens.
1: No, I agree with you. It's (laughs) not that I didn't listen. I'm just reiterating that it's boring.
0: If Gabriel Davis does go
1: well, do well this week, or
0: turn into like a fantasy savior for your team, can we call him the Angel Gabriel Davis? Sure. Yes. Yes. All right.
1: All right. Um, um, My one. This one's pretty deep, but it might not be. But um, if Mixon is out, I say you got to start Giovanni Bernard. I say pick his ass.
2: Boring.
1: Not boring because a lot of people might be like ah oh, he's not gonna do much like when's the last time he did anything scored a touchdown last week and Giovanni Bernard I'll tell you when the last time
2: I'll tell you when the last time he did anything was when he grew that epic mustache in the in the postseason
1: oh yes I remember I, but that.
2: everybody's talking about Gardner's mustache yeah uh, Giovanni Bernard put it puts him to shame
1: hmm yeah but um he's a, he's a great bat like he's a great receiving back so I think he'll get Targets, um, he'll get carries if Mixon is out. So he's my sneaky of the weeky. So if you guys had have like injuries like I do and had were looking to play like a a guy like Devontae Freeman, but hopefully you didn't, slot Giovanni Bernard in, especially if you're a Mixon owner.
0: Yeah, especially if you're the Mixon owner, I was gonna say probably pick up Giovanni Bernard and then he's your sweet backup. They play Sunday at 10 a.m. So you'll you'll know. In advance. No, no, no. What oh, then? you're talking about
1: Pacific time, right?
0: Oh, my my apologies. Yeah. They play at 1 p.m. They play in the early game. Yeah. 1 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, yeah. Guys, and, Breakfast, uh, breakfast, breakfast, beer, and football is what I how I start. My I would Sundays love up, that so. actually. <laughs> I would love that. It's the best. <laughs> and then after the Sunday night game, it's like it's only like 8 p.m. You're just you're, how, you're how did it. you
2: not go with the alliteration there?
0: Breakfast. Beer and ball? Ballers? Yeah. Balling? Yeah, I'm sorry. Ball. All we do is alliteration. It's like, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So who's your um, sneaky? All right, my sneaky the wiki, guys, is going to Mr. Justin Jackson of the Los Angeles Chargers. And I know Anthony's going to give me shit on this. Sorry for swearing. Because I've been big on Josh Kelly. We have a beer bet about um, rush attempts for Josh Kelly. I still well, think you Josh going to w- get rush attempts.
1: Well, you're gonna win the bet because
0: it doesn't look like Eckler's coming both sides back to the bet because Eckler's probably not coming back exactly. And uh, Josh Kelly's pacing for about 200 rush attempts, so um, he was he pacing. Okay, he's still, it's 162 is the number I think. He's gonna get there. Anyways, no, um, it seems like the two the back to back weeks of fumbles for Josh Kelly made the coaching staff lose a little bit of confidence in him. And they trust Justin Jackson more. If I were there, I would still play Josh Kelly, but it looks like they're going to use Justin Jackson more. They're going to go into Jacksonville defense that is horrible. So I think Jackson could, he, you know, he's going to look like Austin Eckler in this game. He's going to be horrible, especially against the run, especially against the run. He's going to be catching pass out of the backfield. He's going to be running with success for a little dude. And uh, I think he's going to be great. So he's my sneaky of the weeky. He's being ranked pretty low this week. If you have him or picked him up, I think he's, Flexible, if not startable, if you're one of those teams that's you lost Miles Sanders, you lost uh, Joe Mixon, you lost Saquon, whoever it is, I think that he'll be good for you this week. He's my sneaky. All right. Good, guys. That does it for that uh, segment. We have a little bit of time left. Uh, let's quickly do some would you Rather's, gentlemen. Okay, So I'm going to throw out some names of people that are ranked close together or might be typical uh people you might be choosing to start between and I want to hear from you guys uh, just real quick without uh, discussing too much who you would rather start okay you ready yes all right let's mm-hmm. do a couple QBs um, Titans versus Steelers this week battle of the Undefeated. who would you rather start Ryan Tannehill or Ben Roethlisberger Big and, ben. and I have I have vested interest in the answer <laughs> Big Ben Big yeah, Ben I'd have Anthony. to I'd have to agree Moose goes Big Ben wow okay Um, how about Cam Newton looking for a bounce back week? Whoever else you say. (laughs) Okay, Tom Brady. Tom
2: Brady. Who would you rather start?
0: Tom Brady, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep Brady then and say Tom Brady or Drew Brees. Drew Brees against the Carolina Panthers. Tom Brady's against the Raiders. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Oh, okay. We're going to keep Drew Brees as the winner there. And I'm going to go Drew Brees or Justin Herbert.
1: Again, he's playing Jacksonville. I am only saying Drew Brees because I I do think Herbert is going to play well, but he's had to play catch up all the other weeks and was in the 20 point category, but I think this week he'll be like mm. around 16-17 points because they'll they'll have a lead and they'll probably run the ball.
0: And they're going to run against that Jacksonville. Hmm, Moose. Um, I'm on the fence about this one a little bit.
2: I I think I'll just I'll just disagree with Anthony.
0: <laughs> For the hell of it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to go Justin Herbert. Yeah. Justin
2: Herbert. I mean, they both they both have they're both yeah. playing weak defenses. I mean, if if anything, this for me this is kind of a draw, because Justin Herbert has stepped up and Drew Brees
1: has seemingly stepped down. Yeah. So, and if they start, I would Taysom I would Taysom say Hill, either one. I might have another uh, an, <laughs> Anthony Hill. rant. I might have another Anthony rant about the New Orleans Saints.
2: You might Taysom Hill is the worst thing that has yeah, ever happened.
1: Football. He's cool in real life. Like his biceps are huge. He can play
0: quarterback, running back, tight end. He could probably play offensive guard. Like he's pretty cool. Uh,
2: and right. I, I'm pretty sure if you're a New Orleans fan, you don't like Taysom Hill because he's he he throws
0: the rhythm off. Yeah, he does. He has thrown the rhythm off of drives, but that I th- I would love him if I was a Saints fan. Your uh, oh, fantasy is so. horrible. Because he's awesome. He's an awesome little gadget guy, and he's like a hard worker. He plays special teams. He hasn't
1: been that awesome this he's year. He's a grinder. He's, a he's fumbled yeah, he, he, twice in key moments. Yeah, oh, man. Like you it, guys
0: are so, what have you done for me lately? Like, come on. Give the he, a yeah, but he was, yeah, but that's
2: the whole point. He was good. He was good when they first started using him as a gadget player, but I don't know. He's not, he's not, I don't know. Go on another, yeah. go be gadget somewhere else. Yeah. To, pick a position.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you had your trial
2: period. You did your internship. Now pick a position.
0: All right. Well, I think he's doing well, considering he only gets to taste some reps per game. Oh All right, moving okay. on to, yeah, where on. you guys missed it, running back. We're no, going we running got back it. here. We got it. Would you rather, a couple of backup running backs, if you had to, would you rather uh, play J.D. McKissick or Chase Edmonds?
2: Chase Edmonds. Well, uh, maybe not after. Uh, that was probably a fluke. I'm going Chase Edmonds. Cardinals are against the Seahawks. Yeah, Chase Edmonds.
0: And, okay, and uh, Gibson's against the Cowboys. Both pretty favorable matchups, but. You guys are both McKissick? No. Why did you say Gibson? No, we're, both, you said, we're both Chase, oh, Chase Evans. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Not Gibson. McKissick. Okay. Also,
2: for people listening, Anthony and I have not discussed this.
0: No. We are just We are just Flying on the, the same demands. page. And here. also, I forgot I have not been giving my
1: picks. Well, you know, McKissick. like, you know, just uh, if you're new to this podcast, Moose and I have won championships. So, you know, great minds think alike. Um, and Dave has unfortunately, some that's of weird us because you guys n- <laughs> very rarely think alike, and uh, some of us once, have again, won two championships. once again, yeah. I have won
0: the original dynasty championship that you guys were so upset about, you had to disband the league. Jim, Jim, team was just too. Unfair. Jim, can we, we have, you just there's also
2: uh, no record. There's also yeah, no record. Jim, Can
0: you lead? just uh, send a right, nod or shake? It was horrible, Moose, the commissioner was horrible, Moose, and did not purchase a trophy for me to hang up on my mantle.
1: Um, Moose ah, is a great, uh, a great commissioner Getting in our dynasty it, that exists. Would
0: you rather start? <laughs> Thank you. Would you rather start Darrell Henderson Jr. or DeAndre Swift? DeAndre Swift against the Falcons, and Henderson Jr. is against the Bears. DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift. Okay. Henderson is also I I go, uh, only missing practice. only because of the matchup. Yeah, only because <laughs> yeah. of the
1: matchup. Exactly.
0: I think I would go Henderson Jr. How would you like to start Jarek McKinnon or Antonio Gibson? Antonio Gibson. Gibson against McKinnon. the Cowboys and McKinnon against the 49ers. Gibson.
2: No, McKinnon's against New no, England. Yeah, McKinnon. McKinnon Sorry, plays again. for the 49ers. He, he plays
0: for the 49ers against New England. Thank you. Not the first time I've done that. And you <laughs> said who, was? McKinnon? Yeah, I said McKinnon. Anthony? I said Gibson. I, I think I'm going to go McKinnon. I think I'm going to go McKinnon. All right, uh, let's try Sames. What?
1: Well, yeah, last week he's like, oh, Patriots D, so good against the run, and then he picks. That's Actually, that's true, Moose. What's your deal? Yeah,
2: but this is a would you rather. I mean, I would rather a lot of people other than McKinnon and Gibson. Really? But you, you ask Gibson's actually been to... pretty good. So is McKinnon when he's been the lead back.
1: Yeah, but again, right, let's get to the bottom. A of this. Top would you rather
0: would you rather Jarek McKinnon or Devin Singletary? Oh, uh, Devin Singletary, especially yeah. this week. <laughs> the Jets. Really? Okay. The Jets are awful. Jarek McKinnon, Jarek McKinnon or Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson. Okay. Yeah. So there we with that. Moose is fair. Moose is legit. Okay. I'm very right, legit. Let's do a couple of wide receivers. Too legit uh, to quit. Too legit to quit, in fact. <laughs> All right, guys. A couple of uh, oft-injured wide receivers this year who are supposed to be awesome, but uh, injuries help holding them back. Would you rather play Deontay Johnson or DJ Chark Jr.? Oh, God. I don't trust
1: Deontay Johnson. Uh, I would go DJ Chark just because of the targets.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Other than that, they're both being
2: yeeted to my bench.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's go with uh, a couple of guys we talked about pre-podcast. CeeDee Lamb or T. Higgins. C.D. Cowboys against Washington T. and the Bengals against Higgins. the Browns. I think I would go T. Higgins for the yeah. floor. I think he has a better floor, but C.D. Yeah. Lamb has tons of upside.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I would teach them the fusion dance from Dragon Ball Z, and I would start <laughs> C.T. I
0: have no idea. Oh, together? You fuse uh, them together? Yeah. yeah. I get it. Yeah. All right. Let's My go guess. with um, one more here. Odell Beckham Jr., who is frustrating, against the Bengals. Or Robert Woods against oh, the God. staunch Bears defense.
1: Uh, upside on Odell.
2: Yeah, I think you kind of just close your eyes or give your phone yeah. to somebody
1: else and let them pick. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I like it. I'm asking you the tough questions here. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you'd have to go with Odell. I think for matchup, I got to go OBJ, I guess, but uh, I could easily get four points and just, you'd be so upset. He could easily just Mike Evans it. You never know. <laughs> All right. That's it for would you rather guys? That was fun. I like playing a little quick. Would you rather I think we're ready to wrap up? Unless you guys have some week seven advice for our listeners or some Buffy updates.
2: Uh, I'm at the season finale. I fell asleep at the part two of the season finale. <laughs> okay, come on, throw
1: a touchdown! But oh, uh, oh,
2: yeah, go ahead, Anthony.
1: Well, before we leave, too, uh, I know Dave mentioned before you wanted to talk about the the, <laughs> the boring uh, game that's happening. The Giants
0: seagulls. Yeah, what we've noticed so far, like
1: my well, goodness. it's 14-10 with six minutes left for the Giants. Yep and the giants are literally just about to get into the end zone but uh of course two terrible teams Maybe. um we don't know if they'll get in or if they'll kick a field goal if they kick a field goal philly can very much like like they very much have enough time to come back and tie it but i hope daniel jones could get me over 20 fantasy points by scoring a touchdown here, throwing a touchdown
0: that'd be nice uh, what i've noticed and about he these has two teams done is... that <laughs> to Sterling Shepard teams is that their their offenses are are not great their O-line struggled they're like they're both QBs were under a lot of pressure especially Carson Wentz today and uh, Moose was talking about Carson Wentz pre-podcast saying he's electric he, you know he looks great and yeah he does but he the poor guy she's trying to do too much he's just trying he's trying to win the game by himself and he just doesn't have much support And that led to at least one interception. And uh, it's ugly. It's an ugly game there for the Giants and the Eagles.
1: Like, I agree with Moose. It seems like with Ertz out of the lineup, he seems to be spreading the ball around and he's looking better. But then when, like, we all agree that their offensive line is trash besides uh, Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. Yeah, Yeah, Jason Kelsey. He's the Um, only starter left. Yeah. But sometimes when he just needs to throw the ball away he makes like these outrageous like cross field like throws that he shouldn't be making like as a pro and a guy that used to be amazing like why are you risking throwing interceptions he leads the league in interceptions so he needs to be a little smarter when he's under pressure like just throw it away don't turn over the ball
2: but at what point like your whole team is dismantled Right, but at what point? You, at what point do you just start having fun?
0: You know. Yeah, but well, that division is open in, to anyone. Yeah, exactly. Both these teams are in the hunt. Like Philly's going to tie Dallas for first in the division after this. S- somebody no, can be
1: leading technically. Somebody can win the division at seven and nine and make it to the playoffs. Well, and obviously, and host the playoffs. Playoff pretty game. sad. Yeah. Guys, one
0: thing that's worth mentioning from this game is that people were really high on Boston Scott heading into this game because Miles Sanders was out. And they're like, well, he's got to be great. Uh, You know, he's got to get all the volume. Well, in fact, he doesn't have to be great. He was nine rush attempts for 24 yards. And people were like, well, he's going to get the action through the air. Two receptions for 28 yards. So Boston Scott, disappointing if you picked him up, and especially if you played him. And Devonta Freeman... (laughs) Eight yards on the ground, off three rushing attempts. and Injured, nothing though. Nothing through the air. Injured, and though. And he got injured. So if you put But people um, play him, right.
1: Yeah. Uh Sterling Shepard, too. Like, first game back. 17.9 fantasy points. Looks, looks good. Looks great. Yeah, it looks good. Um, I, I figure I should give you guys, or Moose specifically, since him and I... Oh, or he just... He was more aggressive towards me when I said no to the Giants' defense. They're at nine points, but with Philly needing to go down the field and rush things, I, I I feel an interception or a sack is coming. So they could very well get 10 points or over. So uh, if I, think, was, I think I, it was, I, it was, it was I, me, me. No, no, no. I agree. The I, yeah. You I agree agreed to play on, the, on the Giants. Yeah. No, but I said no. I, don't. I said no. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm saying I'm giving you props. Both of you props.
0: Yeah. Oh, the way you the way you phrased
1: that it was it was very confusing. Well, I, I said you and I disagreed to lead off my my uh Anyways, conversation. The Giants oh, were one analysis. of my streaming
0: options for the week and uh looks like they're okay on defense.
1: Um
0: and Anthony, you said you had some uh things you wanted to mention. Well, you mentioned one of them, the Justin Jackson
1: thing, being up on Justin Jackson and your boy Joshua Kelly, like not looking too good and if his uh carries go down uh you know you it might be a photo finish for maybe like in my favor whereas I might just win by a hair or we might just both lose by a hair <laughs> because if Justin well, Jackson two sides we'll, to
0: the bet there's you bet Austin Eckler. Will well get 1, I'm not
1: uh, he's not gonna get that 20 attempts so I'm right. gonna drink So you sure. lose that
0: one yeah drink and then the Josh Kelly side—if he gets 162, you drink again.
1: If he loses, I drink. right, exactly. So right. I think you might drink too if Justin Jackson stays healthy and actually runs well, and Joshua Kelly continues to fumble and just be the secondary back. There was another yes. one I had. There was another one I had. But he's already um, at oh, 63 yes. rush attempts. He needs 99. I rush remembered. Jo- <laughs> Jordan Howard. They're looking to trade him. Oh, God. You guys were like, oh, like, okay. You guys focus in, for those of you who missed it, I said that there would be a backfield similar to the San Francisco 49ers where it would be Howard, Breda, and and Laird. They made fun of me for saying that Laird is going to get touches and Jordan Howard was going to get it all, not even Breda. So Jordan Howard has done fuck all. Breda has yes. done fuck all. Laird has done nothing. And it's been Miles Gaskin. So, so, yeah. Yeah. All three of those Nobody guys knew. are relevant. Nobody called Miles Gaskin. Yeah. But we were very wrong. I was very wrong on Jordan Howard. I thought he'd yeah. be good. But also the GM he on that not. team, like to, uh, you know, just pay money to all these, <laughs> to those running backs that you didn't have and then just not use them. You're not going like, to use. It's, yeah. it's, it's insane. Yeah.
2: I, I got to, like, if I had to guess, He's injured. He's got some kind of lingering injury
1: that's, yeah, you know, slowing him He's down. A... Well, they said they're making him... He's not. He's not a that A h- healthy inactive. A healthy inactive. Yeah. Yeah. um so I don't a know, sack for a... the Giants. That, point there it is. For the 10 Giants points. Defense?
2: 10 points for the Giants Negative defense. 10 points. Oh. Um, I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, we did a lot of start-sit. We spoke about a lot of things. If you have questions please do not hesitate to send us an email at 3bfantasypod at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. We will be more than happy to answer your questions and go into further detail in case you're you're panicking before uh, setting your lineup on
0: Sunday. We'll try to give you the, the best point. information Great we point. can. We love giving the start set advice, and... Glad you brought that up, Moose. Also on Instagram, we'll have more detailed start sits uh, graphic for you coming up tomorrow. So stay tuned for that.
2: I want to take a big ball of our information and just yeet it in your
0: direction. (laughs) We'd like, really, what we'd like to do, guys, is just yeet all over you. If we could do that, that would just make us happy. (laughs) Moose thought that was questionable. A little too far. All right. Well, (laughs) my apologies. All right. Uh, I think that about does it for us on this episode. As always, thanks for listening. We'll eat you later. Ciao.